everybody. Welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Before we officially get into today's episode, Tanil has so graciously reminded me that every single time I start a podcast episode, I always say, everybody. And she has let me know that she loves hearing that so much. Um, But I figured to give her a break from things that she loves so much and move her into something that maybe she won't love as much so so that she enjoys the positives a bit more. Um, This actually came at a really good time because we are going to start this off with our first ever sponsorship. And let me bring that up right here. Um, So today's episode is sponsored by Unrelenting High Standards. If you've ever completed a task to a high standard and thought to yourself, wow, I'm really talented and deserve to be praised. Well, no more. Thanks to Unrelenting High Standards, we take specially placed repressed childhood memories and place them at the front of your subconscious, ensuring that you can live a life of never feeling good enough. Clint from East Michigan said, Before I started unrelenting high standards, I used to accept compliments and smile a lot more. But now I feel like I just don't deserve it. Instead of wasting your time acknowledging the fact you've achieved the goal you set out for, why not sit back and panic about all the things you could be doing to earn your parents' affection? Call 1-800-I-COULD-HAVE-USED-A-HUG for your free sample of unrelenting high standards. The first 66 callers will also receive our limited edition air horn to help celebrate your small victories. It doesn't produce any noise because your victories are not worth celebrating in the first place. Sign up today at www.illneverbeloved.com forward slash why did I do that dot org forward slash https comma panic attacks are for pussies full stop dot info forward full stop parentheses therapy. Thank you to Unrelenting High Standards for sponsoring today's episode. So now we can officially get into it now that we have gotten all of the professional mannerisms out of the way. Today, we are going to be talking about how changing your body will not change your identity. And I suppose this one is actually sponsored by our transformation clients. Thank you to our transformation clients who have mental breakdowns so that we can talk about them and actually change your life so that you can have breakthroughs. And obviously everyone else can talk about them and hear them right here. So thank you for all of that. Um, This one comes up from a multitude of clients, really. But the reason that I want to bring it up is because, A, I've had a lot of transformation clients that have finished in the past couple months, and I just think it's really worth, A, celebrating them, but then also, B, have I just done subcategories for my A's and B's? There you go. So, uh, A, B is figuring out where they had the breakthroughs and what is really going on. Back to the parent uh, alphabet. (laughs) B, um, losing weight is the reason why most people sign up. And it is the thing that people believe that if they do achieve, a lot of their problems are going to disappear. And I can tell you firsthand from working with the transformation clients where they put all their weight, pun unintended, they put all the weight into their weight. They put all the focus into losing weight. And then towards the middle end type of area of their program, they start to realize that, hey, they actually are losing weight. They're feeling better and insert all of the things that have changed in their life but they still don't feel like they have changed. And I suppose Unrelenting High Standards was actually a really fucking good sponsor for this podcast. Losing weight is very helpful. Obviously, if you're trying to lose weight, then fantastic. If you're, you know, obviously, if you don't need to lose weight, then obviously losing weight isn't gonna be helpful. But for people that are trying to lose weight, losing weight can be helpful for the fact that it can improve your health markers, it can get rid of pre-diabetes, it can do a whole lot of things in terms of just overall making you feel like a healthier and more energized person. We understand this. However, I've had, I'm going to talk about two people in particular, two transform. (coughs) (coughs) Oh my God. Getting choked up already. Two transformation clients, obviously not going to say their names, but I had a client, a young woman. She has about three weeks left on her two weeks left, I don't know, two, three weeks left on her transformation program. 
She's going to the gym more consistently. She is being awesome. And you may have seen the TikTok that I chucked up by the time you're listening to this. It would have been last week um, about, hey, here's some tough love for you. You're stronger than you think. So fucking act like it. You would have seen that. This is that lady. Getting to the gym has been awesome. Lifting heavy has been awesome. Overall, she has ticked every single box along the way and she is still consistently losing weight and having social outings, uh, meeting with her friends, drinking, living a life, going to work, doing all the things that just ultimately mean, hey, you don't need me anymore as your coach, but then also you've achieved everything you wanted before signing up and then some. You actually have an easy lifestyle to fall back into and now we're getting her away from calorie tracking so that she can move into intuitive eating so that she can just maintain weight when she wants to. She can track calories when she wants to lose weight. She can track calories if she just wants to maintain weight, but she won't have to because she can just do intuitive eating. That's what we're getting into. The reason that the tough love was there was because she didn't believe that all the results she had seen so far had changed her. She was still thinking and acting as if she was the person before she signed up, which was 10 kilos heavier, not going to the gym, not going out, panicking about the type of food that she was going to be eating. Uh, if she did go out, that was massive panic attacks. There was everything that was going on. And I'm willing to bet a lot of people are resonating with this at the moment of like, oh my God, that's me and or was me. Um, hopefully not going to be you because you're listening to the podcast. Hopefully we can get rid of that future one. So that was her. She still feels like that person. She still feels like that girl that has all those things that, oh my God, I am one slip away from going back to doing all of those things again, because it's going to be easy. What happens when we finish the program? And all of those thoughts are coming in to set up essentially a perfect storm of a panic attack for what happens when we finish? Can I really sustain this? And it's going to be super easy if I do slip up to just go back to old habits. That's person one person too. They, again, you would have seen TikToks on this person, different person. Um, they were hundred kilos when they started with me about 13 weeks later, they're back to 88 kilos a year before they started with me. They were 88 kilos as well. Um, then shit hit the fan. Their life got completely fresh Prince of ballad, got flipped upside down and not great. Punished herself, punished her body, put on 13 kilos in that year. Medications, thyroids, all that fun stuff came in and became a massive factor for her. Um, after 13 weeks of us working together, she's down 12 kilos and all of her health markers have drastically improved. And I believe her medication has been decreased, but she went to her doctor and said, uh, sorry, she went to go get the test for her thyroid. And the doctor was like, oh my God, these markers are all fucking amazing. Don't know what you're doing, but whatever you are doing, keep it up. And we have increased her calories drastically by about, well, not drastically, by about 400 when she started tracking. And it is actually to the point where I'm saying, you need to eat more. And we are coming up against the mental barrier of, but if I eat more, I'm going to gain more and I'm losing weight and things are happening pretty well. So why would I eat more? We're coming up against that mental barrier, which is very common. Obviously, we need to eat more to replenish the muscle so we can build a metabolism so that we can burn more so that later down the track, we can eat more for less I'm going to use the word punishment consequence. That's the one I wanted for less consequence. People that are trying to lose weight. I know that when you are, for example, tracking 1500 calories and you go out and you have 3000 calories, it's like, oh my fucking God, I've undone all the work that I've done, all the hard work that got me to this point, And it feels like a very holy shit type of deal. Um, a, you haven't undone all of that work, but then B, when we start to go to the gym, build muscle and start to build resilience and get away from, oh my God, I fucked up and just keep doing what you're doing. Um, you tend to just quote unquote, get back on track a hell of a lot easier. And you just go back to doing what you were doing that was working. You go back to your lifestyle. That's really what we're trying to create for all of our clients. Um, but particularly when you start building muscle, go to the gym, build strength. And in particular, you build the habits that create physical activity, which are going to burn more calories overall you living your life and doing things that make you feel good, e.g. going to the gym, going for walks, whatever it's going to be, that is naturally going to increase the amount of calories that you burn every single day. So instead of sitting at your desk, averaging two, 3000 steps per day, burning fuck all calories, um, you could be going to the gym, averaging 5,000 calories, averaging 5,000 calories, averaging 5,000 steps per day. Your energy expenditure through the day has gone up quite a bit. So all of a sudden that is your, now your new lifestyle. So that when you do go out and you eat 3000 calories, it doesn't feel like, oh my God, holy shit, I fucked up. It feels like, yeah, 
I'm fueled and ready for next week and I feel good that I've refueled my body. That's the type of mindset we want to get into. But then also instead of going over your calories by 1500, maybe you only went over your calories by 800, 900, 1000. It, it has less quote unquote consequence for doing that because we're building the metabolism up. But in order to build it up, we, have, we need the bricks to be able to build it. And the bricks are found in your muscle and the bricks are supplied from the food that we are eating in calories. Bricks aren't going to show up unless we have trucks and transportation systems to be able to get them there. And that is the calories that we are using. Um, and then also please make sure you get your protein if you are building muscle and or going to the gym or just want to feel better overall. There you go. That lady went from 88 up to 100 because quote unquote, she hated herself doing a lot of quote unquotes. It'd be easier if you could just see me do bunny ears, that'd be easier. Um, because she went from 88 up to 100 and in 12 months, and then in the three months that we've been working together, she's now back to 88. When she hit 88 on our call that we had during the week, the mindset call, she said, I thought, and I believe this is also in her email, but she said, I thought that going back to the old weight that I was would somehow just get rid of everything that happened in the past year. That if I was 88 the year before and I was okay and happy and things were joyful, and I was 88 now, that would essentially just bridge the gap or get rid of that gap where I was 100 and hated myself and all of these things were happening. Unfortunately, her, the same as every transformation client, when they start losing weight and they achieve weight loss, yes, it is exciting, yes, it is fun, yes, it is good to be able to say A plus B equals C, therefore I, like, I get rewards, I get all this stuff and fantastic, I hit the goal that I wanted. It doesn't change your identity. Weight loss is not going to change your mind. And this is one of the hardest things for people to understand. And this is why I'm a big advocate is not the right word, but I'm going to say it. This is why I'm such a big advocate on who is the person that you want to be. And obviously this is starting depending on where the person is, but eventually somewhere through the transformation program, I do say, Hey, you're in a better position now. What is the type of person that you want to be? Who like, who is that? Someone that gets to the weekends, like, is the ideal dream version of yourself or you at a higher standard that you would love to be living, even if it seems like a fucking dream right now, what is that dream version of yourself? How would they act and respond on the weekend? Do they have things planned out for Friday night so that you're not ordering dinner twice a week uh, for Friday and Saturday night? Uh, do they go out to the gym? Do they go for hikes? Do they go for walks? What do they do? What is the type of life that you would love to be living in X amount of time, 12 months, five years, I don't really care. It doesn't have to be a particular thing. I always got caught up on like, what is the life you wanna live in five years? And I'm like, well, that fucking depends, doesn't it? <laughs> could get let go from my job in a year, could be this, could be that. So many variables came into it for me. But when I got rid of the time frame and it was just, what is the ideal version of yourself? That What is the dream version of myself? I shot for the fucking moon. I was just like, I would like to have a I feel like I shot for the moon, but anyway, it felt like I was shooting for the moon at the time. I want to have a wife. I want to have kids. Now it's feeling like just kid because Jesus Christ, Lilo is doing my head in alone. And if that is the process, but seven times quicker of a child, and that's going to be seven times slower than what Lilo has gone through, my fucking God, not going to be able to handle it. But anyway, we bury that deep down inside and deal with that through therapy later. Um, Plus, we also just talk to Beth and say, hey, what's going on? And how do we set a foundation? And what type of parents are we going to be? We actually do that sort of stuff. But I know a kid's going to be challenging as all fuck. Anyway, um, lost my train of thought now. It's not going to change your identity. Hmm. I've completely lost where I'm at. Hmm. I hope this is where I was. Um, we think that achieving that result is going to completely change our lives. I'm going to listen back to this and be like, I was completely off. We think that achieving that result is going to change our lives. Oh, the dream version of ourselves. There we go. Having that dream version of yourself, regardless of whatever the time is, I got back on track. I got there. Having that dream version of yourself, regardless of whatever time, it allows you to live like that right now. And obviously my, back then when I was setting mine, it was like, I want a wife, I want a house, I want a kids. Oh yeah, that's right. And then I said kid. And here comes Lilo to distract and destroy. Hop down, little girl. Hop down. And uh, yeah, it was just like, I would like a really nice car that I could just drive around in. I've never been a car person. I don't understand the appeal of putting in all of my money into a car that's going to do the exact same thing at $1,000 compared to $100,000. I feel like the only thing that's doing is just fucking stroking an ego. And back then, yeah, probably would have done that and would have loved that. However, me, a, a car is a car. I don't really care as long as it gets me from A to B and is incredibly functional and bonus points if it's fuel efficient because save money. So all of that, have a big house, big property, 
mainly so that Beth could have the horses, we could have an arena, I could have a gym on the actual property as well, that I could do all my like filming of studios and stuff, I could have clients over, big property to be able to do that, plus good tax benefits as well, to be able to have the business on the house, on my mortgage, really. Um, so, that was my dream ideal situation. I didn't know how I was gonna get there, I didn't know if it was even possible, but it was just good to hope. It was just good to have something in my head to be like, hey, this is something that I'd like to achieve one day. I don't know how I'm gonna get there or what the path is or if it's even possible, but thinking about it brings me hope. And I don't know if you're one of those people, but going on just like realestate.com and just looking at them, I don't do it so much anymore because I don't have any time, but just looking at like dream houses and be like, fuck, that'd be good. And it doesn't help for the fact that Beth is adjusting her horse at a property that we nearly bought that is the ideal property that um, we wanted to live in. There was a lot of situations and money and stuff that we would have had to sort out. This was about two years ago, um, but ultimately it didn't work. It fell through and we didn't feel 100% comfortable going into it, so we didn't. Um, and now it's shot up by over a million dollars and we're kicking ourselves to say, well, fuck, <laughs> but I feel like everything did that in the two years. Uh, so yeah. That is the dream version of what I wanted. And that's what I usually get people to say when eventually they're in a place to be able to project into the future to say, this is what I roughly want. This is where I'm a big advocate of saying, this is a dream version of you. It's in the future somewhere. And this is you currently. At the moment, you have the belief systems and thought patterns of shit that has happened in the past. So you are not acting like you at present which is why I believe everyone is like, be present, focus on the little things and just do what you can that's immediately in front of you. Because then you get to be present. You ultimately forget about the past. Maybe not forget about the past, but it's not altering your decisions for right now in a massive way. We only have the past that we know that we have experienced. However, different experiences contain different weights, learnings and things that we held onto from our past. When it gets to the present, for example, we try a diet and we go, I have to lose weight like this because that's what I've always done in the past. My old trainer used to say, my old nutritionist said, this person said to me once. And those situations could have been a one-off. They could have been multiple things. It could have been a buildup of things. But ultimately, we've held on to it. And that's affecting us right now in the present. So that's why I like to say, if your past is making you feel like shit, well then, and you're acting on that right now in the present, why don't we just move into the future and start acting like that so that we can get there quicker and get pulled forward into progress as opposed to getting pulled back into regression. That's why I like it. It feels like there is something pulling me forward. Even if I have no idea, I'm going to take a fucking, you, oh, if you've listened to the podcast, if you haven't, the Russian roulette episode of would you rather play Russian roulette or would you rather get shot in the face? It, it's a very good question because it just puts it bluntly out there. Do you want to actually give yourself a fucking chance or do you want to just give up? Because giving up is a definite. We know what you're going to get. You've already experienced giving up. You're already more than likely in that bad situation or had a bad situation and you know what miserable and unhappy and sad and insert all negative experiences is right here because we're living it right now. So we know that. We know that we can get that by literally doing nothing. So why would we not take a chance on something better? Even if it's a 1% chance that you could be doing better, I will take that 1% over an absolute definite every single day of the week. If there is a 1% chance that I could enter a lottery and 1% chance would say you're gonna win a billion dollars, I would be in that lottery every single day as opposed to sitting on the sideline and going, nah, only suckers play the lottery, only people do this and that. And shit, even if it was 100 grand, if I had a 1% chance to win $100,000, absolutely I would do that. I would do that every single day instead of, hey Trav, here's 10 bucks. Um, yeah, you get, to, you get to keep that. You get to hold on that, onto that. And obviously, gambling is a, is a whole thing. But I would take that chance every single day. Purely just to be, yeah, that 1% chance, it could pay off. Obviously, the chances of winning the actual lottery are fucking way worse than 1%. Um, so yeah, obviously figure out your percentages and if it is worth going in for the investment or the risk or anything like that. But I like taking chances and I like risking it. And I don't like risking everything, but I do like risking the old version of myself. I like risking things that I know that I can afford to lose. For example, weight, belief systems, thought patterns, shit that I've been holding on to for years. If the thing that I am risking isn't, if I have to put up for a bet 
a limiting belief of that I'm not good enough. If I have to put that up for a potential outcome that could be extremely positive to change my life, 100%. I'm going to use like a phoenix in the fucking fire and ashes instead of burning up my entire self. I'm going to take all of the bullshit that is holding me back and I'm going to burn that up so that I can rebuild my life from the ashes of the burnt up bullshit so that I can move into something positive. That's ultimately what I'm trying to do. And if I have to risk feeling judged or feeling guilty or self-conscious, or if I have to do all of these things that make me uncomfortable, if I have to risk that in order to potentially get my dream life, I will do that every single day of the week. Maybe not every single day. I take that back. Maybe five out of seven days. I need a rest day in there somewhere to actually sit in my comfort zone and say, you know what? <laughs> it's, it's cool if I sit here and eat this meat lover's pizza and a bit of rum. That's, that's totally cool. Um, but five days a week, <laughs> I'm going for it. See how I avoided that all or nothing mindset right there? Absolute fucking legend right here. We're doing it. So, losing weight, cool. Changing your identity though, that's going to be an entirely different thing. I feel like it is something, I mean, it is something that I have given my clients before where there was a client uh, a while ago who's no longer with me, but has been killing it as a mum lately. Um, she lost all this weight, went through a massive transformation. We worked together for, I think, two years and probably even longer, actually, probably way longer. Um, yeah, because it was when I was just starting out as a PT. And she was going to the hot springs. And when I said, hey, you're way too lean right now, we need to start putting on muscle. We need to start building muscle. We need the weights to start coming up. That inserted a massive freak out and mental block for her because she just spent so many years losing weight and now someone is saying, hey, I need you to gain weight. And obviously that sets alarm bells off in the head to say, no, you're wrong because losing weight and doing all these things that I've done over the past four, five, six years has led me to be happy and healthy and be here and be all these things. However, as I said to a client on the Discord literally this fucking morning, I said, it is literally my job to pull you up from the red flags. It is my job to help you be proactive and find where you can swim between the flags. And if you get too far out or something is not to my liking, or I feel like you're burning out or there's too many red flags, it's my job to be able to help you point them out as to where they are so that we don't burn out. We don't feel like shit. We don't have to crash and burn. We can actually just pivot and go a different direction. That's my job ultimately. And I said that to a client this morning and very similar thing I said to her was, I understand that. It is going to be very difficult. However, at the rate that we're going, your performance is going to decrease. We've already hit a plateau. Your recovery is going to start to decrease because you're still in a deficit. Your sleep has already started suffering, even though nothing has changed. We're in a deficit for too long. How would you feel about going to just below your maintenance calories? So you'll still be in a deficit if we increase your calories by 400 because your deficit is actually a lot bigger than what it is right now. She increased by 400 through a lot of like back and forth. Uh, eventually she did increase by 400 and we did that. First week, absolute panic. Second week, oh my God, I feel amazing. Recovery, everything is going so well. And she lost another three, 400 grams, I believe that week. And she was like, what the fuck is going on? And I said, I told you it was a deficit. Then we increased by 250, I think. And I knew, I knew for her that 2000 calories was going to be a big mental obstacle. So I believe I put her at like 1950, 1960. And that was totally fine. And some days she would hit 2000 and she would freak out. We'd have a chat and then it would all be fine. Um, so yeah, sat around the 1900, we bumped up her calories, fucking heaps. And that was awesome. And that was what she needed. Obviously I calculated all of her calories for her. So if you're hearing numbers that sound pretty low, deal with it. Because obviously everything I'm saying is unique to this particular person. And she lost weight. We were building muscle. There was all these things that were happening. And when eventually we did hit, I think about 22, 2300 calories per day, um, that was when she saw the scales actually start to come up a little bit consistently through the week. It went up by like a hundred, maintain, maintain another hundred, maintain, maintain another hundred. So in that week she'd gained 300 grams. She was feeling amazing and everything was going off and everything was moving in the right direction. However, uh, for her gaining weight, oh no, even though we were more than likely putting on muscle because her lifts had gone up, her sleep had gone up, literally fucking every other box had gone up and improved. Through six months of that process of slowly getting used to 22, 2300 calories, building muscle and performing, everything was super well. Everything went to a T and credit to this lady. She did it. She 
planned everything out. She had protein shakes and bars and stuff ready to go. She prepped all of her meals for her kids, including herself. And the only thing she did was just create a different serving size. She fucking nailed it. Um, somewhere towards the end of the, the our time together, she was going to the hot springs. And I said, when you go to the hot springs, because there was going to be a few drinks there, said, when you go to the hot springs, I want you to, it's going to sound crazy. I want you to feel like the water is just washing over you and getting rid of the old you because there was a lot of panic and there was a lot of anxiety around the fact that she felt that if she kept doing this, she would easily slip back to where she was. And I said, you've been doing this for five, six, seven years of going to the gym, of eating healthy, of doing these things, seven years of doing all the things that you wanted to do. How likely do you think it is that you're going to fall back into old habits? Because I could say old habits for you are five years ago when we were lifting and eating and tracking calories and doing all that stuff and going out and baking cakes and having fun. I could say that's your old habit. So how likely do you think it is you're going to fall back into bad habits? If you were to have an entire week at bad habits, how would that make you feel? She said, that would make me feel like shit. I'd probably do this, 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 which meant all of the normal things that we were doing right now for her lifestyle, which was happy and healthy. And she was fucking loving it. And I said, good. So realistically, the worst case situation for you doesn't exist. The worst case situation for you is you have a week for whatever circumstance comes up, have a week, you feel like shit, but you still feel like you need to move. You still feel like you need to nourish your body with the correct food to fuel it, to be able to get through shit. And that was a big realization for her to go, oh my God, yeah. Like if something bad happens for like time and time again, like once off, we were very good at dealing with that. But if it was again and again and again, she would easily be able to recognize that and just keep doing what she's doing and have an awesome lifestyle. Fantastic. So your worst case situation, you have just in five minutes just told me that it's not going to happen because you're a completely different person. That was a massive breakthrough for us. So when she was going to the hot springs, I said, let the water wash over you and leave the old version of you there. If any of you have seen Rick and Morty, where they go into that health spa and they cleanse themselves and they leave all their toxins in that little fucking barrel, that's what we're doing. We're going there, cleansing everything and just leaving the old school thought patterns, belief systems, all that fun stuff. We are leaving all of that and the worry about falling back into that at the hot springs let that wash over into the rocks wherever the fuck that ends up going and just let it be something that is not within you and when she a few days later uh she had already come back and was in the gym and doing stuff and then we had our call and she said that she cried and it was such a massively emotional moment for her because she did acknowledge the fact that she had completely changed and she had done these things and when she let herself feel that she had accomplished these things and that her worst case situation was really just something that was swimming around in her head. It wasn't something that was real. That was a massive breakthrough for her. And she let go of all of that in the past. And she was a hell of a lot more happier from there because she wasn't worried about falling back. She was just worried about doing the things right now and she had an awesome lifestyle. So she just kept living it. And that was a massive breakthrough for her. And we finished coaching two weeks later and yeah, we've been in contact ever since and she's been fucking killing it, honestly. Um, that is a story. I used to get clients to write into a book and things that they were worried about, things they were scared about, things that they have overcome, all of those things that we could just put into a page that we could burn, that we could rip it off and throw it into the fire. Look at it, read it out, write it down, scrub it out, squash it up, do it all, and then just let it into the fire and just let it burn. Same analogy that I used before, the phoenix in the ashes. We are taking all of the bullshit that you don't want to hold on to anymore, putting it into a book and metaphorically, well, actually burning it. But that is more of a symbol of you letting yourself let go of these things and giving yourself permission to move forward because that is also one of the hardest things to do. It is very easy to say, yeah, I did these things and I achieved these results and I did all that stuff. However, unrelenting high standards. However, I don't feel like it's good enough. I don't feel like it's changed me. I don't feel this, I don't feel that. Give yourself permission to let go of the past. Give yourself permission to let go of your mum, your dad, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your auntie, your uncle, your 
a high school teacher, your whoever it was that was an authority figure or someone that you respected ages ago, give yourself permission to let go of their voice. Give yourself permission to move on from the advice that they gave you back then because that advice no longer suits you here. And give yourself permission to be able to find new advice and to be able to take all of the learnings that you have and the advice that everyone gives you and form your own opinion, form your own belief systems. And that's the good thing about growing up, if you allow yourself to grow up, is you can form your own belief systems and you can form your own wisdom. You can form literally everything that goes through your head. Everyone on this planet will only ever give you advice based on their perspective of their situation. So when you come to them, for example, I'm just gonna paint a random picture. If your family is notorious for being overweight, for being inactive, for Friday dinners, for whatever it is, just ultimately unhealthy people, and you see what your parents are becoming and you say, I don't wanna do any of that, and now my brother, who's maybe four, five, six years older, whatever, I'm painting an arbitrary picture, is older than me and he's having complications and now there's relationship issues with him because his wife says this and that and there's a whole thing and he gets made fun of and it's low efficacy and then he just keeps going into this thing and he spirals. If you see that and you wanna get out of that and maybe your parents or brother or whatever in this situation, they have done diets before, they have done coaching before, they have done personal training before and every time for them, they drop out or don't continue with it after four to eight weeks and they lose a lot of weight quick or they've tried the shakes and they've done all this stuff. So if you were to tell them, and this has happened before, if you were to tell them you were doing a transformation program through the fitness genie or through someone, sorry, Lilo was going off. Um, if you were to do, if you were to tell your family or whoever it was, you're doing a transformation program or a weight loss or a coaching program or a mindset program or however you want to describe it. I don't even know how to describe it. If you were doing a life changing mentorship <laughs> through uh, someone that you found on TikTok, that sounds fucking trustworthy. If you said that you were doing a transformation program to lose weight, feel better and get rid of emotional blockage, mental blockages, all of these things to ultimately create the better person that you were or you get your money back. If you told people that you were doing that, um, they would more than likely say, well, good luck with that. They would be sarcastic or dismissive or they wouldn't support you. And they'll be like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, let us know when it fails. We'll be here and we can do this and run through whatever it is. Or like, why don't you just do the shakes? Why don't you just do this? Why don't you do it by yourself is a big one that partners just seem to bulldoze through their there are other partners when they say, hey, I want to do something to improve my life because I'm unhappy. And they go, just fucking do it yourself and save money because it's that easy. Um, yeah, that that is something that is a perspective and that it can hurt. And that happened to me when I told people that I was going through this business coaching course to do this thing. And ultimately, I'm not going to say it ended up failing, but it was the exact opposite of what I was expecting. And I learned a lot from that later after the program because it failed so tremendously. And then it ended up paying off because I didn't give up. Um, fun story for you. When I told my family about it, um, the first impressions I got were, why are you doing that? Um, who's going to actually pay that much money? That's not a real job. Um, who's going to hire a depressed personal trainer? That's a lot of money. Can you get it back? What is the cancellation policy? There was a lot of questions and statements being made of, you've made a mistake. You have fucked up. Why would you do that? Um, I don't believe that you can do this. So I'm going to just give you a lot of questions that are going to make you doubt yourself and hopefully you can pull out of it because that's a lot of money. Use that money for a house. Use that money for this. And I didn't have that money at the time. It was a massive payment plan. So I used $2,000 that I had saved up over six months and I used that as a 10% deposit for a $20,000 coaching course that was over the, paid over the next year. And I paid 23% interest on that. And I also had to put my car up as collateral for if I couldn't pay it because I didn't have good credit history. I don't know how that fucking works to be like, hey, you don't have good credit history, so we're going to make you pay even more that's going to make it harder to return. That doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, I know they just want quick money. But anywho, um, so yeah, in order to get access to $20,000, I had to put my car up, which was $10,000, and then pay 23% interest on that. I ended up paying that loan off in four months and 
that was how quick business turned around. Um, no, sorry, I'm lying. I finished after six months of paying the minimum repayments on that. Um, I think I'd made probably like two, $3,000 headway on this payment. And cause it was paid over five years, I believe. And I had made two, $3,000 headway on that. I left the coaching program because he went bankrupt and fucking destroyed his name and everything else. Um, the coach that I paid and four months after leaving that coaching program. And I did things my way that I just felt were better for me four months after leaving. Then I paid off the rest of it. The 17,000, I paid that in full and got rid of all of it. Um, so yeah, fun story for you, but people will give you the advice of their situation and their perspective of their experiences. So keep that in mind when you are formulating your own belief systems, you're allowed to do that. Now, whenever anybody gives me an opinion or advice or anything like that, I take it on board. I do. I'm not going to say it. I completely ignore it because I don't. I take everything that everyone gives me all the time. The only thing is I don't take everyone's advice all the time as gospel for they are right. I take everything that everyone is saying to me and then I analyze it as I'm going through. I've gotten a lot quicker at doing that. Because if I go to a room of a hundred people and I say, Hey, I would like to build a business of a million dollars. And there were 98 people in there that were just like, Oh, you should do this and this, and you should probably do this. And what about all these courses and this and that? Yeah. Uh, what are your credentials for it? Like, oh yeah. No, I just, I've seen that on Instagram and I saw this on TikTok, and you should probably do drip, uh, drop shipping and uh, all of this other stuff. What about e-commerce? Have you looked into that? Everyone's going to have different advice. The two people that are more than likely willing to trust there, they're going to ask a lot of questions. They are. And they say, what kind of business are you in? What kind of business do you want to build? How are you going to build it? What's the market that you're going to go after? What's the niche that you're going to go after? They're going to set themselves apart by asking those questions. And then after that say, okay, cool. I've got all the information I need. Sounds like the business that you're going to go in in order to generate a million dollars is going to be women's health coaching. You could probably do that online by setting up this and this, but I first would uh, focus on one-on-one -on -one coaching, charge this much and do this. And after that, when you're established, you could probably even move into these different ventures and try this. Those are the two people that I'm going to be like, holy shit. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you, like, what do you do? Like just off the questions alone, I'm going to be like, oh shit. And they're actually giving me helpful advice. It's not, you should do this. You should do that. It's more, what do you feel that you should do? Or what market do you want to go into? It's getting to know you as the individual and then helping that out. So A, that's how you find an awesome coach. Um, they will ask you a lot of questions, but then also B, it just feels more supportive. And the only person that I felt like supported me when I made that investment initially was Beth. And I told her it was $20,000. I didn't want to tell her because that was the most money I'd ever heard of at that time. And I said, I just used my entire life savings because I was living with her and her mum and Nan at the time. I've used $2,000, which is everything I have for this coaching course. And I really want to do it. I think it's what I need to get to where I want to go. Um, yeah. And I remember just staring into space, just waiting for her to be like, that's a lot of money. Can you get the refund? Can you cancel? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you get out of it somehow? And she just went, wow and like stopped in her tracks. And she was like, so that's 22,000. It's like, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. That was the first time that I had support. I felt from someone that was like, Hey, I've done this thing that I really wanted to do. And they just go, okay, cool. We'll figure it out together. That was also one of the first times that Beth had used the phrase like we, in terms of like, I said, I had done this thing and spent my money and done this. And she said, we will figure that out. And for me, that was just massive of like, okay, well, if you're in it, then I'm in it as well. And I'm going to do what I can to help support you. And through that entire time, my God, the panic attacks that came over me and the anxiety and the depression and the, what if I can't do this? And holy shit, like how, like, how am I going to do this? It was just every single time. It was just, don't worry, you'll figure something out. You'll, you'll get through it. We'll figure it out. Worst case, we can just pay it off and do this, take another loan at better interest and this and that. She was like, but you know, just keep going. And that was it. It was just like, all right, I'm going to figure it out. She supported me. So I'm going to support her by eventually fucking buying her a house. Didn't know how, but Hey, here we are. Um, so yeah, that was a massive motivating factor for me. However, 
when it comes to the identity of you believing that you are that person, you are still going to give yourself the advice and the tips and tricks and opinions of someone that you identify as, which is, I'm just going to say it, the old version of you, the shit version of you, the unhappy version of you. You are still going to be holding on to those belief systems, thought patterns, opinions, and advice from all of those other people. And then also they have formulated your identity for back here of the past. And if you identify as the advice and the opinions of other people who maybe didn't even know what was going on at the time, they just said some random shit and you've held on to that to now, that's not serving anyone. That's not serving you. That's why I love telling people, hey, be aware of your thought patterns because that could actually bring up a belief system. And for a lot of people, like, why do you believe that? And they go, oh, I don't actually know. I think it was something, I think I did a challenge or I was with a trainer ages ago and they said that they couldn't, like, if we ate too little, we would put on weight and it would be this and that. There are so many things that we're holding on to without even recognizing it. But the only reason we hold on to them is because we're not aware in the first place to be able to bring them up, to bring them into question, to then replace them with something else or just completely fuck them off altogether. So there are a lot of variables that go into making you happy and healthy and being a better person overall. And yeah, I just want you to, to be able to question your belief systems and thought patterns, but it's easier said than done you are going to have to be present. As we said in our eight-week challenge call last week, you are going to have to be present. It is something that is going to be uncomfortable and that is going to suck. You are just going to have to be aware. Write it down. Um, writing it down, and you don't have to do complete journaling, but writing it down somewhere is very useful so that you can actually visualize it, particularly if you are a visual learner like myself. Thinking about it all the time, I was like, I don't fucking know, and I'd get frustrated. But if I wrote it down, I was like, oh, oh, I do feel like a piece of shit. Okay, why do I feel like that? And then I could actually formulate it because I can see it. Um, so that helped out a lot. Achieving a weight loss result is not going to change your belief systems. The way for the first client that I mentioned and the second client that I mentioned, the way that we are doing it in a very, we're doing it very similarly. The way that we are doing it for them in terms of changing their identity is we need you to recognize the changes you actually have made and acknowledge the fact that you have achieved results, that you have done these things, that you did do exactly what you set out to do. And that seems like someone who is worthy of living a pretty fucking good life and is worthy of achieving goals and getting what they want from life because we're setting up boundaries, we're setting up more confidence, we're setting up essentially you to be a better person, to be in a better situation, to enjoy a better life. But you do have to acknowledge it. You have to feel it. You can't just say, hey, I lost 12 kilos. You have to say, like, I lost 12 kilos and I worked fucking hard for it. I did this, I did this. I, I can't explain it through words other than you just have to sit in it. You just have to be with it. You have to be in it. And for five minutes at a time, 10 minutes, an hour, I don't fucking care. You just have to acknowledge it and feel it from within to be able to say, no, I actually did do these things and start connecting the dots for you to say, okay, I'm not back here. And for me recently, I've had a lot of breakdowns and breakthroughs over me being a business person, me being a good coach, me being me ultimately. And for most of this year, I was very content. I thought that I was burned out. I thought that I was going to give up on business. I thought all these things to be like, oh, well, you know, I just don't have the time to do all these things. I could do this, could do that. I was living for the weekend, really. When I was vulnerable with myself after a few breakdowns, I found out that I wasn't burnt out. I just wasn't passionate. And that was because I could just see my future. Anytime I can see my future and I go, well, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do this. And then this happens and I keep doing that. And it's just a cycle. As soon as I feel like I get caught in a cycle and I'm not innovative, I'm not building, I'm not creating new things. There's no project under works. Um, I feel fucking terrible. And that unknowingly had gotten a hold of me and was holding me down. And I was using all the excuses like I didn't have time. I don't know what to do. All these other things were just like, okay, well, what can you do about it? And I was like, well, there is nothing I can do about it because insert reason. Ultimately, there were a lot of things I could do about it. And I decided to build an eight-week challenge. I decided to do it my way. And people are going to do them anyway. And how can I do it uniquely? How can I do it in a way that is going to connect with people and help them change their mindset and not just be another weight loss challenge? And 
I feel like I'm absolutely on that path. And the feedback I'm getting from the challenges, my God, keep it up, please. You're helping me build this program, this business. It's going to be fucking amazing by the time I get to even intake two. It's going to be very different. So it would not surprise me if people from the challenge one signed up for challenge two because of the amount of new and improved shit that I already have. I'm looking over to the side because I've got it all written on a whiteboard, oddly enough, with a texter that I have in my hand of all the improvements that I'm going to put in for intake number two, um, which, by the way, is happening in mid to late January, we're going to be starting on 29th of January for the next eight week challenge. Uh, so yeah, keep your eyes out for that. But I need you to feel, I need you to recognize. And I would love if you could start working on your identity and the mindset and belief systems and thought patterns while you're working on the weight loss. Because that's why we do the program. That's why I made the Unfuck Yourself program that was very highly one-on-one -on -one weekly calls, weekly emails, so many touch points. And you can DM me on Discord as much as you want to be able to say, hey, these are the things that are going on. What do we do about it? Because I wanted to get inside your head. I want to get to know you and what works best for you so that we can change some things. And yeah, I didn't just want it to be, hey, you've lost weight because I've done those programs in the past. Congratulations, fuck off. Come back when you want to lose it again. I don't want to do that anymore. I actually want to make a lasting impact and change and, you know, as they say, build a fucking legacy and leave the fitness genie and the fitness industry uh, better than when I left it, better than when I started. And Lilo is throwing her bone around the entire house and you can probably hear that. Um, so yeah, who you are, try and live that now. Try and live your dream life right now because it will help you achieve the things that you want to do for the future. It will just help you get there faster. Um, and yeah, that was, oh, sorry, that was something that I glossed over. Um, the amount of breakdowns and breakthroughs that I've had recently um, of wanting to do those things and do it in my own way. Um, got rid of all the excuses. I was honest with myself and I was just sort of like, okay, I'm just gonna have to pull the finger out and be uncomfortable and do these things and lean into it. When I had made that decision and I came up with a few passion projects that I really wanted to do, um, I just went all in. Um, after about four weeks of being all in, I then ended up getting my medication for ADHD. Holy shit, that's helped so much. Um, so that's wild. That's a whole thing in itself. Um, but yeah, it was more me recognizing that I want to make the change. I can make the change. I've done this before. I have adapted. I have built this following. I have built this audience. I have built this business. I am a really good coach. I do have all of these results. I ultimately should be acting a hell of a lot higher than what I am at the moment. I should be acting at a higher standard and taking action on those things that are in reality that are me. I'm never going to forget who I am because I can't be fucked being anybody else anymore and trying to pretend to be something that I'm not, like be super professional and be all these things and be something for the camera. I can't be fucked doing that anymore. It's really tiring. So I'd rather just be me and let people get attracted to that and then come to me when they want to change their lives or lose weight or sign up and get any sort of information from me to be able to improve their life and just keep being myself and put those things out there because I know that when I am myself and I have fun and I fuck around, people tend to enjoy that. And business tends to end up thriving because I'm just being myself. Obviously, we're trying to set up strategies at the moment so that I don't have to work and get leads and do all these things. Hopefully, it'll get to a point to the point where you, I'm pointing at the camera and the microphone. I'm pointing at both of them. So people that are listening, you become the marketing component of the fitness genie and just help us generate leads because, um, yeah, we do want to change lives. But in order to do that, we have to have the clients to be able to make the money, to be able to stay in business, to be able to make different programs, to be able to offer them at more people like challenges and things like that. We, we lose money on those type of things. We do do them as a thing to be able to, yes, help as many people as we can to get that to market, to build an audience. But then once we've built the audience, continue to deliver value, continue to help change lives that hopefully they sign up to the higher end programs where we do make that profit and pay our coaches and salaried staff um, money so that they can live their life as well. And then obviously we keep expanding and hopefully that's that's the dream, obviously. Um, so yeah, I do appreciate your support and listening and following for as long as you have and engaging with everything and ultimately just you being here. So yeah, thank you for allowing me to be me and things are going to continue to improve because now um, at least this stage in my life that I am at, I have realized that I can be better than what I am. And I have every reason to believe that I can do this and that I should be setting higher standards for myself and have set, uh, bleh, and have set higher standards for myself, Jesus. And 
I'm allowed to be that person. I'm allowed to be happy. I'm allowed to want to build an incredibly successful business and make a lot of money because ultimately I know myself very well that that money is going towards good fucking causes. And I've always said that I want to build a million dollar business so that I could give back to people. Like if I have enough money to pay the bills and mortgage and all that shit, then what do I need more money for? Like life is sorted in that sense. So I want to be able to build a business so that I can give back more, open up a charity, do all those fun things that I can actually make sure that it is a non-profit, that there is no fucking massive middleman and all those things and figure out how that works. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but that is the thing that I've always been passionate about to actually do and give back. So yeah, I'm allowed to live my dream life right now and act as if I have already achieved those things because A, it's just a lot more fun. B, it gets me there a lot quicker. And see, I have the experience to be able to say, I have done these things. I just have to allow myself or give myself permission to let go of the old version of myself that got me here because I have to become someone else in order to get to where I want to go. So I'm thankful for the past version of myself for getting me here. Like, thank you. Um, grateful for everything that you did, but I need you to take a back seat right now because it's time for Travis future version of Travis, the better improved version of Travis that is not survival mode Travis, to come out, live the life, start changing the business, start changing lives and reaching a lot more people. Um, and obviously that comes with just being myself. And obviously it comes with all of you that are listening at the moment, sharing, commenting, doing all that stuff, because yeah, this is obviously the job that I would do if I could do it for free. I wish I could do it for free, but obviously bills are a thing. And yeah, so ultimately I am fucking excited for where the fitness genie is at and who we are going to help, how many people we are going to help and how we are going to help them in a very unique and different way. And that all starts with you sharing and commenting and engaging. Cause honestly that is better than fucking paid ads. I can tell you that right now from a business perspective. Wow. Business perspective. If you just like our comments, if you, sorry, if you just like our posts and things and engage and even just a fucking little emoji or share it to your stories, if you do stuff like that, that is 10 times better than any amount of money that we could put into paid advertising. So that is literally saving us a lot of money so that we can reinvent new programs and challenges and things like that to help more people by you just spending five seconds and going, oh, the fitness genie, I like that brand, like, and that's it. So yeah, that's it from me. I hope that helped. Um, live your best life right now because just achieving the physical results is not gonna do it for you. It's gonna help be a stepping stone into being your ideal self but if you start living as your ideal self right now, you can just start being positive, enjoying life, being happy and lose weight along the way. You don't have to give up happiness in order to achieve something that you're after. You can live the best of both worlds. You can Miley Cyrus the fuck out of this. So go for it. You have my full permission to let go of the old version of yourself and move into someone who deserves to live a life that is happy and joyful and all the things that you want from life, you can have them. So yes, have an amazing time and I'll see you on the next one.